Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 151, Windows 365. Hey everyone, this is Charles Judd, one of the content creators at Kevin Wallace Training, and I'm glad to be back with you today on this episode of the Broadcast Storm. I'm sure you've heard about the upcoming Windows 11 release, which at the time of this recording is not yet generally available to the public. That's been grabbing all of the Microsoft-related headlines as of late, but something you might have missed is a new Microsoft service called Windows 365. And when I say new, well, it's not really that new, other than the rebranding. This is essentially desktop as a service that Microsoft has launched, and the general idea has been around under a few different names over the past several years with Microsoft. Things like Windows Virtual Desktop, or WVD, which was renamed to Azure Virtual Desktop, or AVD. The underlying technology essentially is the same between AVD and Windows 365 in that they use similar cloud technologies, but technically speaking, Windows 365 is built on top of AVD itself and they have different pricing models. Now, if you're familiar with Azure Virtual Desktop, you might be wondering, what's the point of Windows 365? Doesn't AVD already offer access to a Windows PC in the cloud? And the answer is yes, they absolutely do. But the big difference here is that AVD is very enterprise focused, whereas Windows 365 is an attempt to be a more user-friendly version of that while still functioning as a basic subscription service. The name Windows 365 itself, that's been floating around for several years without many other details about what that would eventually be. Now, many, including myself, concluded that this must be Microsoft setting up a move similar to what they did with Office 365. When Office 365 was launched years ago, instead of purchasing and installing the Microsoft Office suite of products as a one-time purchase, Office 365 moved that to a subscription service, giving you the same productivity tools with the additions of online storage and real-time collaboration and also, of course, ongoing updates for the latest features and fixes. To further confuse things, Office 365 was rebranded to Microsoft 365. So it was logical to assume that with the name Windows 365 floating around, maybe Microsoft was going to now offer the Windows operating system as a subscription service as well rather than a one-time license purchase. So that's another reason this announcement is notable. We now know that, at least for the time being, Microsoft isn't going to an all-subscription service. They're simply offering a cloud-based desktop. The core idea behind Windows 365 is that you get a cloud-based desktop accessible from anywhere on any device, and the pricing is a set monthly fee that's based on the hardware you choose. The specs go as high as 8 virtual CPUs, 32 gig of RAM, and 512 gig of storage space. The interface is designed to be much more user-friendly as opposed to the in-depth technical aspects that you see if you've ever worked with AWS or Azure. So by all accounts, their goal is to make this very easy for the average user to configure and to begin using. Now, if you're wondering about GPUs and thinking, can I use this to replace a high-end gaming rig? 
The answer is unfortunately no. It seems as though Windows 365 won't be offering any really high-end GPUs, which right now are extremely hard to get your hands on due to several factors, including shortages in the manufacturing market. So if you're thinking, maybe I can go to Windows 365 to get some high-end GPU power, that unfortunately will not be the case. High-end gaming seems to be off the table, and this service is geared more towards business productivity users or those with more general computing needs, such as the everyday user. Now that being said, this seems like it could be a great way to get a Windows experience from any device if you don't happen to have standard Microsoft hardware. If you have a Linux box, a MacBook, even an iPad, then you can access a Windows desktop instance that exists in the cloud from any of those devices. And your desktop state and data is going to be saved and be present from any device no matter where you are. So while this service obviously isn't right for everyone, there are certainly those who will find this to be a great solution for their specific needs. With that being said, I honestly don't see this moving the needle much in terms of what desktop computing is going to look like in the near future. If you think about how services like iTunes and Spotify completely changed how we consume music to the point where the vast majority of people don't even own physical media anymore. I don't think Windows 365 gets us to that point with our computing devices, at least not yet. I'm not quite ready to throw away my dedicated hardware just yet and leave everything to the cloud. But that day may come as technology continues to evolve. I want to sincerely thank you for listening and wish you the very best in whatever you're currently pursuing as your next career step. I look forward to spending time with you again in a future episode of The Broadcast Storm.